We're going to let the gentleman speak. Okay, my father has a rule. And I'm not saying that this rule is accurate, inaccurate, but just look at your life and apply it and see if it's accurate, gentlemen. My father has told me that if a woman's over 32, never been married, never had any kids, there's something wrong with her. And like I said, it's just a rule. And I, I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's incorrect, but every time I've applied this rule, it has been accurate. So I'm just saying. All right, all right. Let me shut up because I'm, I'm seeing people that's ready to jump at my throat. I've got some comments over here. I've got a comment. All right. Tell your daddy. That if you find a woman who is 32 years old, don't have any kids, never been married, tell your daddy that she's educated. <laughs> and that she's planning to make financial hey, decisions Isaac. so she can afford the children that she has and Isaac. send them to college instead of having them standing at the L stop. She can drive a Lexus to work. Tell your daddy that the woman is a boss. be a no for you i think but oprah is, is fucking flourishing okay she, well here's the deal like even if she likes underground i don't know how the ratings were listen listen, listen i'm gonna say this why do you that, listen, listen, i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this personally because i know that wgn did a bullshit job of promoting the show they did i they yeah. spent a I'm lot of money you. on each episode that's because they were getting enough. caught out I'm a, no 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 i'm gonna tell you this that's but why i they heard i heard it. it was really no no they're, no 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 they're no, no, getting no. bought out check that's it out why they canceled it. i watch the shit i i watched i think the first five six episodes i thought the show oh. was fucking amazing right but i watched the shit on crackle Mm, mm -hmm. Which is the app I didn't even know It was on WGN I remember it was okay. On WGN mm -hmm. But they didn't have it On On Demand mm -hmm. They they never promoted So you didn't know When the shit came on Like yeah. at least mm -hmm. let me know When the shit come on Right And so I was like Oh One day I'm, I'm watching A Crackle Then I go back And look on WGN Like when does it come on I'm checking the schedule mm -hmm. Can't find it on the schedule Is like, Crackle like a Hulu Yeah, yeah okay. It's okay. the free app but they did not want that show on the network. I think it was something they were excited about at first, and then mm -hmm. they probably somebody hated, blocked it. But they sabotaged the shit. But no, I so I saw people saying it can't be about the ratings. Everybody, everybody I know is watching it, but I didn't see it in my timeline the way I saw it. And then who scandal. is everybody you know? You black as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, but no, no, no. Damn, somebody you said hit on your followers. No, not me. Somebody said all of their coworkers watched it, and they were all white or whatever. Yeah, okay. but it doesn't necessarily mean that the ratings were great. Right, because here's the deal: I've never watched one episode of Duck Dynasty or Honey Boo Boo. I don't watch that. that. But you know how it's uh, popping, how popping. hard. But, but I'm gonna I mean? tell you that they hid the shit. Like I'm telling you, it was. 
you know what I mean? If I look for a show, I can find it. Why why hide it though when you're putting that much money into because it? Because I'm telling you there's something shady that went down. I don't know what happened, but I'm telling you, I was actively, proactively looking for this show to mm-hmm. watch it mm-hmm. and I found it on Crackle. And one day it just disappears from Crackle. Mm-hmm. Like they had the whole season up there oh, and shit. I was binge watching one morning and then I go back the next day to watch it and it's gone. And then I'm looking on WGN, and this was a fucking long, this is when it first launched. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, something's weird is going on with this show. And then when I go and, and I search Comcast, cable, AT&T, whatever, I cannot find this show. So I was like, something's going on. One of these niggas going to have to tell the truth. John Legend, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it was Don't you. Don't you tell me you're looking for another network. <laughs> what you do, and what's up with that light-skinned girl? Uh... <laughs> Stabler decided to come back to SVU. That's what that. that's Oh, is he? That's big. I was just joking. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I, I don't watch. No, no. That I was saying that's why they canceled Underground. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just joking. No one should watch SVU. Is that the one with Ice T? Please. Yes, it is. Not. Yes, it is. Oh my God, that's the good one. <laughs> um, Listen, no, it's not. Speaking of speaking of SVU and Ice T, y'all need to watch John Mulaney stand up. The first one, what's it called? Uh, Going back home or some shit like it's that. It's on Netflix. Yeah, that shit's hysterical. He talks about Ice T in it. It's yeah, fantastic. It's, it's, okay, it's the acting is bad. So go ahead, Brittany. It's your you got the floor. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Omar. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, in my Instagram trolling that I do all day. Mm-hmm. Okay, Angela Yee. Like, do y'all follow her? I don't follow, I don't follow her. her, but I don't know who she is. Who is she? Yeah. Go ahead. She's a uh, co-host. Know, co-host with Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club. Oh, she's cute. And DJ Envy. I yep. mean, she yeah. right. I like. I think she's cute. She okay. is cute. Cool. Yeah. What about my book? She don't Solid like Asians. Six point five. Six point five. Six point five. That's you put No. Maybe a seven. No. What do Maybe you give her, Omar? She don't have much of a body. She's cute in Maybe the face. Maybe a seven. I think she's really cute in the face. She has a great personality. She's oh, no, very oh, great no. personality. Now, personality. I mean, so could the probably number take goes up. up. But, but but we don't know her personally, though. <laughs> I feel like I do. Oh, okay. Do you? I give you that. That's how. Because because Scarlett is about a nine point seven five. Exactly. And when I add her personality, that's what makes her a ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but go ahead, Brett. <laughs> what about my so, boo? Tell me about boo. All right, I'm gonna tell you about boo. So boo, Angela, she periodically posts like these different, like you know, questions or whatever that people um, people ask her. They'll DM her and ask her questions, you know, for her to answer, and they could be relationship focused or whatever. Right? Nine times out of ten, they're relationship based. So this one particular question. She says, um, this guy posted, hi, Angela, how how should I feel about my girl wearing jewelry her ex gave her? I'm so pissed about it, but I don't want to, um, I don't want to say, I want to argue about it if I bring it up. Hmm. So what are y'all thoughts? Because I replied to this and I actually had somebody for the first time ever at me and say, I agree with me. So I'm like, let me hear that question again. Yeah, read it. Say it again. Hi, Angela. How should I feel about my girl wearing jewelry her ex gave her? I'm so pissed about it, but I I don't want to argue about it if I bring it up. All right. Here's my comment. (laughs) Who are these open motherfuckers? Like, why are you so open? Like, do you need to be that open? Why are they asking Angela Yee? No, 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 no. Like, why? If if my ex gave me something, you're not going to fucking know about it. Right. Oh, 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 right, right. Hey, I just want to let you know. These diamond earrings, but, but, if they are diamond earrings, those are typically a gift 
sort of jewelry. Right, like you, is, you keep stuff your ex gave you, and they keep stuff you gave them. You don't go and flaunt it around. But and meaning say, that they may not have been open. Like this is what my ex bought me. Like it made it. It may no, just have been like, you, did Joe? Did Joe ex boyfriend buy you those? No, but why are you asking dumb shit like that? Like, <laughs> right. do you want to call the nigga and ask him? Like, right. and, and I agree with right. you. Yeah, you know the ex bought him, I so like with accept you. that shit. Like, I agree tell with me you, some shit if your ex where you get them kids from. That's like asking that and shit, bitch. From my ex husband. That's why I got. The oh, listen, listen. The only time you should disclose that information if it's a car or a house. Some nit, some shit a nigga can show up to and say, "Bitch, that's my house. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that nigga in there?" Or, "Bitch, that's my car." Like, and you in the side, and he pulling up crazy. Right. Other than that, it's why fair are game. You talking like, about cares? it, exactly. Not for you, Omar. Stop I feel like open. these bitches and men out here as bitches be disclosing way too much fucking information and it's not you trying to oh i just want to be a hundred with you i want to keep it 100 no nigga what you doing is you bragging on your shit and you talking too fucking much because i don't need so, to know I don't your ex about you i bet uh, when people do that they want to make that other person feel like a certain type of way i was yeah just, and, and it's a tactic okay it, it, it's it's that shit ain't even strategic. Out, it's a fucking tactic. Outside like, of outside of that, because I feel like we deviated from the actual question. If you just happen to know that it was an ex, and it kind of bothers you a little bit, outside of how you found out that that right. was, you know, ex, ex, he should tell her to take that shit off. But but well, how do you find out unless someone tells you? Right. Can you walk See, in the room and say, "I bet your ex gave you this"? I'm a different no, 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 kind but of guy. outside of but that, if like, you knew, like, if you, knew, if you how do you know? Okay, but it doesn't matter. That's not the point. But the point you is, know. if you but know, beyond that, what I'm getting at mm-hmm. is, I'm clearly a different kind of guy. Because not only would I not give a fuck about that, I wouldn't care if your ex bought you something while I was with you. I wouldn't give a shit wait a about that. Wait, 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 wait. I wouldn't bring care that about back. that. So, yeah. meaning right now, if, if her ex so you bought her a meal, like yeah. a hey, handbag, rent, a bag, bought me some shoes, you wouldn't I would care. Not give Why wouldn't you care? Because, and I don't know, I think this is the kind of relationships that I have with people. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, everybody always thinks that it's strings attached. It's only strings attached if you allow that string to be attached to you. Let let an ex want to do something for me right now. I'm going to be like, no, you can't do it, right? Because I'm dating somebody right now. It's a fucking gift. You know what I mean? Like I like. But what if? But but if the ex, not necessarily the person you're dating, but the ex themselves has an ulterior motive. You feel like okay, and for you specifically, we talked about this in Tequila Tales. You, no, you got an about, eviction notice I'm, no, 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 and your no. ex wants I'm, to give no, 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 you no. the let's, money for the rent and people say, are like, nah, no, no, no. you can't they take no money from an ex. That's, that's extreme. That, but like, okay, that's say, you asking them say for, for, for you specifically, if okay. an ex-girlfriend wanted to buy you a $500 watch and you knew that she really wanted to get back with you, but you were in a relationship. Well, no, if, can we, if, can she, we, if she was buying the watch. In an attempt to get back with me, mm-hmm. I would not take that because so, at that point, that's me being deceptive and, that, and that's so me using her. You, but if she sends me a gift, mm-hmm. like, you know what, you were, you know what, we didn't work out, mm-hmm. you know, and I understand that. But I think you're an amazing person. And it's the same. Thank you. And I'm going to be like, no, I'm sorry. I can't Thank take you for that. your but, amazing. But can we go back to the cadence of the question? Like, like, this is old shit. What do you mean? Like, this oh, is right, supposed right, to be old right, shit. Not right. New right. shit. Like, this old shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, do you really care about old shit? Like, I do. Let's say, let's say, let's say, 
let's say no, I care about all that shit because let me tell you something. why because let me tell you something so let, let, let's just throw this out here let's just paint a picture real quick it's not like it's a vibrator like that okay. some weird it's shit okay <laughs> let's just paint my a picture my bought me this vibrator let's paint a picture he awesome. sent you a picture let's of himself say. sitting there masturbating <laughs> okay. like okay yeah that's weird Omar, right let's say me and you are dating Okay. okay. Hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. <laughs> we're dating. And um love hate relationship. I realize and I find out after years of us being together that this one particular necklace or a chain or whatever it is that you wear all the time actually was a gift from your ex. Choker. Okay. Choker. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. at that point what's his name? At that point, I will immediately express to you my disgust with you actually still having it. And the reason for that will be this. When you do shit like that and you keep things around from previous relationships, like something that you wear every day, something that they know that you really like and you keep it after the breakup, what you're doing is you're giving people shit to talk about. So let's just say your ex is messy or not even messy. Let's just say they still want to be with you. That's always something that you could ri- you could risk me running into your ex and her saying to me, well, see, that's why he still got my chain around his neck. Now, some shit that I don't know, and now I'm stuck, and I'm like, oh, that's your chain around his neck? You bought that? That's you? That's you? Well, high five, bitch. Good job. Nice. Now, I'm pissed. I'm upset. I'm, I'm, be- I'm over the fucking mountaintop that you have not gotten rid of that shit like what's so, the point so well, it sounds minute, like I, you want to wear the chain I don't want to wear the chain but you feel I, better one, one thing I hate wear the chain. Okay. Now, one thing I hate minute, is for somebody else to have some other shit to say so, to me about what the so, fuck so peep so peep and, and I'm gonna I'm I'm draw this analogy it's gonna it's gonna seem like it's an extreme analogy but it's gonna be very fucking accurate right okay so I want I'm you saying? to replace that that chain and make it a child Replace the chain with a okay, child. Okay, so here so, right. we go. See, see, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, out. exactly, no, right? Because that's how some women count. get. But that's how some women get. And then you should with fuck relationships with those women with those, who who who. And I should not fuck kids, with a woman who believes that a fucking chain a fucking means chain? that it's gonna harm our relationship. No, if you what believe it means that me is that you're holding on, on to somebody else. No, it's a dope ass fucking chain. Get rid of that shit. Let me tell you, a nigga buys you a Birkin bag. You you break up with him. You gonna throw away a thirty thousand dollar bag? You damn right. I'm not gonna See, throw it away. Oh, what I'm gonna do? Uh, I'n not what gonna throw it Michael away. What if it's Michael Kors? I'm not throwing it away. But I will get rid of it. I sell it. Like I. But what if it's Michael Kors? Why you gonna sell it? I'm gonna sell it because let me tell you something. It's the it's the image you portray. To this new relationship. It's no. like he was able to buy me a Birkin bag. What if this new nigga can't buy me a Birkin bag? But what so if that new nigga don't care about that shit? shit no, and he knows that that's why. And what if you love no, Birkin bags? No, he don't because I didn't care, care about it. But what if you my love ex, your Birkin bag? My ex from Atlanta. Oh, I'm not. My okay. ex from Atlanta. Two things, two things, two things, two things. One, Ike. she used to have a Louis Vuitton that, and it was her only bag at that time or whatever that was purchased uh, to her by ex or whatever. She also started selling real estate. And so okay. her money jumped, you know, much higher than mine was at the time. Okay. So she was really into like jewelry and shit like that. So she went, she bought herself like a diamond, like ring or whatever. And she didn't, you know, wear it as like a wedding ring. She just was mm-hmm. into like, she kind of like gaudy shit a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I remember all of her girlfriends used to ask her, girl, you can't wear that ring? Man, because, you know, I mean, well, 
you know, it might be making him feel some kind of way that he can't afford that ring. And so she came and she had an honest conversation with me, like, I, you know, and be honest with me. Does this bother you? I was like, fuck no, go rock that shit. Like, you know, good on because, you, actually. because but, here was my deal. Right. One, uh, eventually, I will be able to buy 10 of those motherfuckers. But right. in the meantime, I'm not going to stop you and make you live in okay. purgatory because of what I okay. can do. And, and I, I feel like that's what we do. We you, placate you, to one another's insecurities okay. and shit. I, I feel you. Instead of just saying you. like, nah, I, can if I X, Y, Z can do it, but that, uh, that do, don't have no do, issue with my love, I, I feel you. You know I, I know love why you, right? I know why she with me. She knew I was broke. Listen, listen. You decided to deal with a broke nigga. Okay. That's your motherfucking problem. So clearly, I got something that the nigga that bought you the bag or whatever did so I can't so be, I can't size myself up against okay. that shit. Okay, cool. And you ain't nigga supposed can always to. Do something well, hold I can't up. Do. And no, listen. You ain't supposed to. And that's the worst thing ever when people try to put other people that they're dating up against people that they dated in the past. That's unfair. Okay, because no, it's everyone's not. different. You hold should up. date up, never date down. Yeah, okay, I feel you. Listen. However, however, you bringing up all these M. You know, instances about bitches that you ain't fucking with right now, and it's a reason for that. But we gonna let, let that go. It ain't, ain't having to do with her getting second, that damn ring. Listen, second, <laughs> that like was a bad example. For a, for a I, I'm, I'm, I'm all the way there. I'm on my way there. Roast, second, go. second, that was a bad example because that was something she purchased for herself. Third, not the Louis. Bag. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Okay, so let's just talk about someone that you're dating currently. Okay, so let's just say out of nowhere. Okay, this person that you're dating currently is um, shows up with, you know, some shit happened and, you know, her car needed like two brand new tires. Like, you know, let's just say she ran over a pothole and fucked up her car. And, you know, because of her car, her tires come to like eight hundred dollars and she just can't afford it right now. Okay. Okay. So let's just say. Out of respect for you, she didn't want to put that burden on you, but she knew where she could get the money from, right? Okay. And let's say she reaches out to an ex of hers to get that money. Okay. Okay? Are you sitting here and telling me that you would not have a problem with someone else fixing her fucking car? So what you're saying is what I prefer that she ride the CTA to work. Or would she have to ride on ball tires where them shits is scraping That's not before what I, I allowed her to That's get some money said. from an ex? That's not what I said. That had something at that moment that, that I didn't That wasn't what have. I said. That's exactly what That's you said. That's not what I said. Anything well, about the CTA question, because that bitch ain't getting on no CTA. No, no, no. And no, two, no, and point, two no, the point you're trying to make it is, worse. But what I'm trying to tell you is just a moment of no. where... You two actually what needed to make I'm a decision, and you're cool is with that her I know, I know getting that it from somewhere I'm else. built very differently. And, okay. And, because, and what I mean by very differently, I mean like the last 15, 20 years of my life have really showed me what I was made of. Meaning, you know, they always say when a person reaches their rock bottom or when you really you know, strip away all the superficial shit, you really start to learn who you are. And so you start to Mm -hmm. shed shit. You know, you start to shed things that really don't matter. So I've actually had to become very comfortable with very uncomfortable circumstances, taking things from people, borrowing things from people, allowing people to do things for me so that I can move forward. And what you end up learning is a lot of this shit is trivial as fuck. So I can admit that in that realm, I look at things very differently because 
in order for me to even be at the space that I'm at, I've had to get comfortable in uncomfortable places that aren't characteristically what a man should or shouldn't be doing. And that's what allowed me to kind of release it. And so when it comes to shit like that, I don't have an issue with it. And I think because I don't have an issue with it, I I see it for what it is. If it's someone giving someone money, like it's almost like I said, I mean, if 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 a woman I'm dating, her ex really has access to something that could greatly, you know, increase the quality of her life, you know, I, that would make me the most selfish person on the planet to not allow her to do that because I'm afraid of what that means. That temptation always exists. Let me, let me, that temptation on, on. exists are regardless of whether in or not. relationships when it comes down to the people that we are closer to? Let me tell y'all something. Maybe let selfish, me, but not love. possessive, though. Let me, let me I'm, and I'm something. not possessive like that, but let that's just the way I, I right. live. You know? So I, I'm an anomaly. Like I'm, I am a walking oxymoron because I'm petty enough to like, like I, I bought um, my boyfriend a watch. Mm-hmm. I I watch I bought him a watch like a real one and uh, oh shit so oh oh okay oh, yeah, throwing shade on the yeah. mulattoes well because yeah, Omar is over here whispering Mavado. shit and I'm like whatever <laughs> um but then his mama also bought him a watch mm-hmm. and so not I mean like maybe a year later or some shit so when I see her watch over my watch I'm like oh so you could wear her watch but you can't wear my watch like I am a little bit petty in that way but it has zero to do. With his mother, like I think his mother Mothers is fantastic. Are off limits. No, right? No, no, no. So the point is, for me, it's just pettiness. But, but at the same time, I have an ex who has um, really, really great seats, uh, season tickets to the Bulls. Every year, I will get Bulls tickets and take my boyfriend with me. Like, fuck what y'all talking about. We going together to turn up at this Bulls game. And yes, my ex gave them to me and we are about to have an amazing time. It doesn't always have to be your boyfriend. Sometimes it could be your closest friends. I swear see, I never got invited but see, to this but see, fucking but see, Bulls that's game. The it's thing, not though. for you. It's for but me see, and him. But see, but wait a minute though. But see, and, and, <laughs> but see, what it comes down to though, <laughs> what, it, what it comes down to though, and, and I think that part of how our feelings about this is, an, is informed is based upon the kinds of relationships that you have with your exes. Some people, Mm -hmm. it's like scorched earth, right? Right. They burn the bridge and it's like whatever. Whereas I've always been the type of person that when I've broken up with people, we've still remained Mm -hmm. conversational and close to whereas it's not like, I mean, and I'm serious and I know it sounds like weird. I know that those bridges of us having sex don't exist, but they they will still tell me, I I, I get what you're saying. I I I totally agree with you. But I think when 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 you hear about Britney's comments, like, Britney's jealous. Like, she want to be the only bitch. Like, I don't want nothing from the other bitch around in her house, nowhere near. So, Britney, real quick, if you got some really expensive lingerie that looked amazing on you from an ex, oh, she La Perla. You would she not. You, some La Perla. you would not wear it with your current. You gonna no. burn the La Perla. You have lost your damn mind. No. So let me ask if you a question, Brittany. She's not keeping the Bullshit. Birkin bag. You so know let me ask you a question. So I got this. Just the greatest question. This is the greatest question you can ever stump anybody with. It. Okay. When was the last time you replaced your bed? Hmm. Actually, nigga, <laughs> two years ago, so it's fresh. <laughs> so you replace your mattress every time you start dating. Right, right. For but, me, but that don't work. For me, yeah. 
pretty much. You but do. You fine. get a new mattress. You need new mattress up. Well, here's the deal. You can't handle that old sex sweat. <laughs> no. So you fucking on them Star Wars beds. Wait, wait, wait. From no. the corner corner store furniture no, no. store. Like, Honestly, you know, honestly, I need another one. I need another double bed. To be real with y'all, give me that really, full. How I feel about exes full, has yeah. nothing to do with my exes. Actually, it has everything to do with the relationships that I have currently, currently. with the with the I'm men with that I run into. I'm with you. Um, I know what the fuck is behind everything. Like I'm not. I've gotten to a point where I'm not naive to the fact that oh, okay, well, we just cool. Like I've had too many conversations where I've had to set a motherfucker straight about some simple shit, some very mediocre <laughs> shit that they have done for me. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, but what so about, Brittany, I'm sorry to cut you off, but what about something more practical? Like, say your ex was the person that bought your car. That gets you from A to B to oh, your work. refrigerator. Right. Oh, no, that no. Includes, but no, your refrigerator. Now go and buy a new refrigerator. Casey, I got you. You I can't go you, and buy a new refrigerator. Wait, I, Casey, I got you. I bought my ex's so, uh, uh, washing machine. So hold up. But you, you got to scale it back. I buy a new goddamn See, we got to scale it back. So we're going we too far up. into the woods. <laughs> but let's let's take it back. So I did the mattress example. Because if you if you date people, you're replacing the mattress every time. Because that's intimate. So I'm going to scale it back even more. We all have that shirt or sweater or outfit <laughs> where oh this is gonna get this person or this is the outfit they fell in love with me in do you toss that outfit out knowing that's your nigga Y'all getter thinking, or a bitch no. getter Y'all are thinking <laughs> like, way too deep in no the but you just missing the chain gifts. you're missing the yeah, chain no, but what, if, what if a car was a gifted but that's the car that you use to get to work to take your kids to school to all of that stuff and now if, you're dating if this somebody nigga bought me a car we still together no, that's oh, not yeah, that's, right. no, Brittany. Yeah, right. That is not true, and yeah, you are not right. being true. So when you car, have a fleet full of cars outside your house, you are not being niggas truthful. don't be buying me cars. I'm not saying that they, they do, but you can't tell me that your ex couldn't have bought you a car, like a practical. I'm not mattress. saying like a Benz. I'm saying like a practical car because you know maybe something happened. To I yours. would do everything in my power to get rid of it. Really? I do, I do, I do hear what you're saying, though, Brittany. I and, do too. and petty. The thing, well, no, the thing is, that's not petty. Here's no, the deal. Here's I just don't. Because if I'm dating you, and you tell me to get rid no, of some shit. I'm like, getting rid of you. Like, Stop then get the rid of me, I, nigga. The, the thing and I it wasn't meant to fucking be. If you want to hold right. on to all those bitches, then that's your problem. You could live in that life. What if I? Well, all those bitches. You know what? See, okay. So here's the thing. I'm the bone collector. I can't understand. I'm a hoarder, nigga. I can understand, right, uh, the point that you're making. I had a good friend of me that, uh, a good friend of mine that shared something about two years ago, and he was saying that when you take the uh, the word decision, um, the root word of decision is scission, which means to cut. So it means you can't actually make a choice without cutting off all other possibilities, right? So you can't make any kind of decision unless you're cutting shit off. Right. Um, and so I can understand you saying that you want to feel like you have to d- detach all other, you know, things in order for that. holding on to shit. If I'm wearing something he bought me, if, if my ex buys me a tennis bracelet, and I know it's expensive, and I got a new man, and then every time he sees me or whatever, I got this tennis bracelet on. I'm secretly giving him vibes that nigga, I'm I'm still feeling it. Like I'm still in some way, some form, interested in whatever the fuck it is that we had. KRS one made a song called Love's Gonna Get You. And that song is about being attached to superficial things. 
the thing is, you are attached to it more than the person might be. Right. Like, if you see something on someone else, they may not give a shit about it or look at it that way. They just like that damn watch. Right. They may just like the watch. And you may ask, like, oh, where'd you get that watch? And if the, if he's a fucking thunthanaut, he's <laughs> or they're going to say, oh, Mark's girlfriend gave me that watch for my 25th birthday. And then you'd be like, okay, oh, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and you should probably leave them at that point because they probably got some other dumb shit laying around that's going to piss you off if you're that person that reacts to those things. But trust me, the thing is, everyone has something from and, their and ex let me, laying in their house. Well, well, and even beyond, you know, inanimate objects, right? Because when we talk about objects, it gets very materialistic, right? But we can even broaden this. Are we not all, to some degree, a collection of our past experiences, right? Meaning I that, that, that all of our past, all of our exes has deposited something in us, yeah. whether it be good or bad, right? That's like right. you might like my fashion sense. You might like the way I dress a certain way. I didn't come up with that shit. More than likely an ex probably was like, Ike, you look better in this type of shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you, you know, you, you talking about the romper, you nigga, get like your ass out of here. Out <laughs> so there's a, a um, you know, so like when you look at it from that, you know, angle, me entering into the next relationship, there's no way that you can just discard everything. I can't discard my personality. I can't or your discard fashion sense. Because I remember the one girl sense. you were dating, she you used to know. pick your clothes out and put them out on the bed in the morning. <laughs> she didn't do that. But 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 to some degree, every woman that I'm dating will pick my clothes pick out. Clothes <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, I'm not trying to. Like, I'm not a fashionista. So, I'm not that So nigga, who do you think you know dressed you better, the, the women or the Damn. guys? <laughs> <laughs> He stayed calling you homosexual. Stop it. Stop it. No, but, 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 you know, homo sapiens. No, I, I, (laughs) would you say homo sapiens? Ain't we all homo sapiens? Look at your (laughs) (laughs) I agree agree with you. Gender neutral. Um, what? With her bathroom at home. But, 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 but here's what's interesting about this entire conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Is one of the things I want to say is what's interesting about Britney's approach is it is very traditional it is it is very old school which is kind of a little bit of what we were talking about yeah. in the last tequila it's sales. not progressive it's it's not progressive thinking and, and well I, but, but I'll say it's it but it is traditional so in I the have sense to of be okay with you holding on to old shit from old bitches in order to be progressive because I not, won't. not necessarily the that. thing then is cool. because they're with you then, then it's they're cool. not with the old then person. I won't they're then with I'm, you, but I, I'm cool with that I'm cool with not being progressive can you take point. back the dick they put in you your ex no <laughs> <laughs> so if you're you go getting, with that thinking you're getting way too but I'm saying like you're talking about an object I, I'd rather erase exactly, somebody's memories I'm talking they about actually an did a show but they did a show easy to get rid of I think it's called Black Mirror there was a show in Black mirror where they challenge these ideas and our our ideologies and the way we think when they when they what they did was they took relationships like with the past and everything and you could erase erase all the old memories Mm -hmm. and like if you kept memories like your significant other would know and they'd be pissed off at you Mm -hmm. so what i'm saying to you which is worse having memories and thoughts about an ex or a fucking chain from an I think ex. that I think that because it's easy to deposit like or just really attach ourselves to material items that you have to detach Brittany wake up her, sister I'm detached like a motherfucker but what I'm saying is Stay woke, easy sister. to it's easy to add value to that shit you know what I'm saying like when it comes down to memories and shit I embrace that shit 
only because it helps me understand the person that I am today, like what I don't like, what I like, like those past experiences kind of help develop me into kind of who the fuck but, I but am. Me, but, but that's two totally different things. Like those are things that you can kind of. Brittany, but this watch helps me show up for our date on time is what I'm getting at. So, Stop so do you really nigga, not want me to? do you not have to- a phone? <laughs> you got a phone. You know, you know what, Brittany, I, I, I know what you're getting at. Y'all just, just don't agree, which no, is no, no, totally no. It's fine. not about we I'm agree. just telling We're you right agreeing now. to disagree. That's Because fine. I think that it's kind of petty at some and, point. And like, you could feel like it's petty. I can see if it's, it's some draws. Like, where'd you get those Versace draws? Every time you try to come fuck me, you got them on Versace oh my draws. God. Well, like, if it's intimate, if it's look. that intimate, I get it. So you, so or if the, it's like a dildo or some kind of sex toy, you can be like, okay, so who when I sex when I gave the lingerie example, you think she should get rid of them? Well, yes, well, I'm gonna show yes, up with I some think because it, another I think because me. I think that's intimate. Like I get mm-hmm. getting rid of intimate items, mm-hmm. but just things that are just like. But what if that a PlayStation for, for, or a car? Like who oh, cares? Yeah. But for for women, sometimes there are certain things that specifically make them feel the most sexy or look the you know the least insecure if I you get will. that but we can pick out some sexy shit there's a lot of women that want to take their men to Victoria's Secret and, and vice versa there are a lot mm-hmm. of men that want to go pick out some shit because everyone likes I'm just saying if I got some shit, shit from La Perla I'm wearing so, that shit as, but, but, oh, no, but and you also shouldn't disclose it either you don't I have to tell I everything I would not you don't have to but disclose the point, everything but the point right. that I was getting at though, when I was talking about being progressive versus being traditional and and, and and it's not to diss traditionalism, mm-hmm. but really what it is, it is, is and, and, and the, the point that I was trying to get at is as we move forward, the entire landscape changes, right? Like, so relationships in 2017, no matter how traditional you want to be, they have to grow and they have to develop and they have to augment, right? Like, because they didn't have Facebook back in 1980. And just the pure existence of Facebook means you are going to be connected to a hundred, hundreds more people that you would not have had a relationship with. I'm, I'm, you know, a part of our reunion committee. You know, old nigga, I'm about to, you know, have a 20th year high school reunion. Um, I know, right? <laughs> and it's, it's weird because the existence of Facebook is a caveat that changes even the planning process, right? Because you would think everybody will be, oh, man, it's our 20th. Everybody wants to come out. I think people are kind of almost like, like, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, it'll be fun. But the reality of it is, is that most of your high school friends, you're probably still connected with, right? Yeah. Like, so you don't feel the same kind of urgency. So the same way that something as small as a, as a, as a reunion can be affected by the existence of Facebook, our, our entire dating gets affected because you don't just break up with your ex unless you unless you all broke up bogus and y'all like we just can't see one another you're probably still aware at some level about what the fuck they doing even if you try to block them and they block you somebody is girl and they sending you screenshots right Mm -hmm. like so when you understand that we can't fully run away from it then to me the logical conclusion is okay how do we adjust and augment so that we can be effective in 2017 as opposed to saying let me keep the same 
let me keep the same way that we were doing things back in 1950s, even though it was 2017. And so yeah. that's what I'm getting at when I say it can get. And, and I know we threw out a bunch of examples or whatever to try to bend you. But I, I mean that when I say appliances, mm-hmm. I'll be doggone if I'm going to go up in there. Who got you this sub-zero refrigerator <laughs> and I can't afford one. Right. So now you got to go and get some cheap ass icebox because I can't afford a, a five thousand dollar. You know, like at that point, it's like we're getting what like, you're like basically you said, saying. Petty. What, you're, what you're basically saying if you can't replace the shit, shut the fuck up. That's what you're basically saying. <laughs> and, and that's what you're saying. Like, that is okay, what I'm saying. If you want me to get rid of it, well, you replace it then. That is what I'm saying. I get that, that text. Is, that if you're a petty I'm motherfucker that is what I'm saying. and you want to be petty and you want me to get rid of some shit I like, well, you can replace that it. That is what I'm saying. You got a that checkbook. That is what I'm saying. All right, y'all. I'm, I'm shutting this Kick it off. What? I know. We're having an invigorating conversation. I love this conversation. But we beat that shit to death. But you know what? Sometimes you got to slap people back in place like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Boom, like your bitch ass. Hello, everyone. This is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another episode of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast, where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. Yes, sometimes. Yes. And (laughs) tonight, we are here with our special guest, Omar Jones. That's right. Slap your favorite co-host podcast. (laughs) Co-host, no nope. slash co-host. That's too many. Slash- co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, America, and we're here also with the- <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn, our very own know-it-all, the greatest host of all time, <laughs> the devil's advocate himself, the host of the Tequila Tales Live, Mr. Isaac Paul. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to be here as always. It's nice to Yes, it's you. Isaac Paul. Can I help with the introduction? I want to do that again. <laughs> Mr. If Things Get Too Kumbaya in this motherfucker. <laughs> Isaac <laughs> Brittany, Brittany shared a moment ago that she wants me to start being more of the devil's advocate. Maybe maybe we, we, we right. need to say that. You know, <laughs> if it becomes too motherfucking. <laughs> right, too motherfucking kumbaya in this room. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got to be careful in some rooms because they just itching, boy. They, they waiting. waiting. They, they waiting, waiting right. to set it off. And you got to be like, yes. all right, I just need y'all to keep drinking, but I need yeah. y'all to keep some sense. Well, it's really nice to have you all here. Absolutely. Welcome, Welcome to all of our new listeners. Our listens have been going up, so I know there's some newbies in the room. So welcome. It's uh, dope to have you. Um, tonight, we are going to cover what goes down in our live shows. So if Ooh. you happen to live in another city and you want to bring tequila tales to your city some of y'all have been real excited about bringing tequila tales to you and you have yet to even really dive into what that feels like so i'm excited tonight to kind of bring up some of the clips that went down at our last show and uh some of the comments from the the videos that we posted so i'm gonna let isaac and Brittany kind of run the Run the show tonight, so go Isaac. I I kind of feel like we always run the show, but Uh, pause, pause, pause. Pause. (laughs) Casey and I run the show. Exactly. Spit that shit. Spit that shit. Omar needs to fucking chill. (laughs) 
second. Oh, for oh, the new really? listeners, Omar and Brittany have a love hate relationship. It's really just FYI, America. <laughs> Brittany ex boyfriend got stuff. I mean, Brittany's boyfriend has stuff from my ex boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> from today, from the rest of her life. Stop it. Nigga. I'll plant the shit there myself. Stir some shit. Or whatever. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, he the live bologna. shows. Yeah, shut your ass from up. From a re- past relationship. He had bologna sandwiches. Shut up. <laughs> Y'all want to tell so, us a little bit about the, the last. The live show. The last live show, yeah. The last live show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the live shows in general are pretty fucking live. Like, in my book, you know, listening to people kind of talk about, you know, their experiences and the shit that they've gone through and then also like their point of view is pretty entertaining to me hands down anyway. Um, However, the last show was a pretty interesting one because we had the, you know, tell your daddy. Right, right. Tell your daddy. Tell your daddy. That he's a boss. That she's a boss. I'm sorry. So we had him there to kind of like, you know, defend himself. A little bit. Pretty much, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. And the crowd, I want to say that I want to kind of give them kudos to him. Kudos to the crowd because they were able to really kind of like tune in and really just give, you know, that educated opinion without jumping on him, which was right. really I great. Agree. Right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So that was really cool. You know, and that's the thing, right? Um, so obviously in preparation for the show, mm-hmm. we released, uh, you know, one of our popular clips. We have several. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was one that was just fun. Yeah, it was always fun, and it was because it was kind of a clapback. You know, also and shout out to Isaac Paul's editing, on the editing. <laughs> You know, hold up, wait. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, you know, I, I, that's what made the shit. Hey, listen, listen, I, I, and I appreciate that. I'm just you know, saying, and, and I mean, come you on, do that West Coast Every thing at the time end. It plays, <laughs> Isaac, I've seen this clip a million times. Yeah. But every time I let it, it, it doesn't play, get old, does it? No, it does not it get old. Every time it I let it play it to the part where the music drops, I always <laughs> be at my desk, Kurt walking right, eh. holding up the W. And, <laughs> you know, and the thing is, is you know, even editing it, we knew two years ago we was like, oh, this this is good, right? Because sure. it takes you inside. And mm-hmm. I mean, how many times when you're sitting in one of our you know shows? Do we have moments like that? Yeah. Tons. It's just very seldom that we have four cameras out. So that <laughs> right. particular four one. Four cameras and a light. Right. right. It was our 10-year anniversary. So we did it big. Right. And needless to say, we got a lot of value. Uh, but in re-promoting uh, the clip, mm-hmm. it's kind of taken a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And, and we kind of knew it would. Uh, w- w- however, we've been pleasantly surprised with... Uh, the response that it's gotten. Sure. Um, man, and bitches are on net. Man, listen, crazy. listen. When I say they are standing up for themselves. Listen. This is, Girl it's, it's worse than a Beyonce concert. Listen. <laughs> on that mother. I've never Have seen. Have you read through some of them fucking comments? Brittany, and listen, we can go through some of them. Because I, 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 I think you've taken a few screenshots of some. <laughs> I have yes. a few of some. Yeah. Listen, we have people. <laughs> we have people that literally have like three thousand likes under their comment. Under, under their, their comment. Under their comment. Yeah, you know, that's and crazy. Let's be honest. Ninety uh, percent of it is women just you know kind of laughing, like sure. yes, girl. Yeah. You know, kind of yes. girl power, yes. tagging yes. their friends because it's, it's fun. All it's right. fun. Yep. Uh, then you have another percentage of women who. You know, this is this is kind of validating, mm-hmm. you know, and 
they immediately go in and they're kind of sharing their resume. Oh, well, I don't have kids, but I've got Let me tell you some X, Y, and Z degrees. I've got this. I'm I'm studying you. to be a surgeon. Isaac. I've got, and I'm like, okay. All right I, now. Saw, I saw one woman. I ain't come call her a bitch because I don't know her. <laughs> you call one, everyone else a bitch that you don't I know. I know, but I'm going to chill on her because I feel like this bitch has tracked me down. You just called her a bitch Okay, just now. sorry. Take it back. Okay. But anyway. I, this one motherfucker said, "That's better." <laughs> I was That's like, better. "Wait a minute!" I said, "Wait a minute, bitch! It might be something wrong with you." Okay, she said, "I am forty something years old, no kids, never been married, super successful, and you mean to tell me that it's something wrong with me?" And I'm like, "Forty something? Like it never happened for you?" Like. Here's my issue with some of the comments, okay? Okay. Okay, he said what he said, and it was what he said, Mm -hmm. okay? I get it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm someone who is, uh, I will be 32, this year okay and you um old as hell, bitch man. stop it <laughs> 32 i've never been married but i have two kids mm-hmm. i don't find myself as as successful as i want to be as far as the goals that i've set for myself but i don't think because i have two kids that that makes me any less of a boss than how the fuck i feel every morning when i wake up so for some of these women who are going in on him talking about Oh, well, I have no kids and this and that. Everybody always has their own opinion on what success is. It's a relative fucking, like, statement, you know, successful. Right. What is it? That's really like beauty. It's in the eye of the fucking beholder. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... To put any kind of like shit on it to say, oh, because you have no kids and you 40 and you did this and you did that. That's an insult to me because the fuck are you saying? First off, my kids are amazing. And second, I feel pretty goddamn good when so I wake Brittany, up in the morning. Just, let me tell you why what you just said is 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 very fascinating to me. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm going to shift it over to you in a moment, Casey. What I noticed about this clip is that it it struck a nerve in like all women who watch it. Yes. I don't I don't I don't care if this statement applies to you right. or if it doesn't apply to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the gentleman that made the statement, the woman that gave the response, and the way it was captured, it it's brought out the the good, the bad, and, and the, the ugly, ugly yeah. out of everyone in these comments. And I'm when I say I can do a case study on yes. just reading these comments yes. and seeing which ones get reactions. I mean, when I say people are putting up responses that are seven paragraphs yes. long. It's like, who the fuck is setting up? It. No, but they are, Brittany. Yeah. And they don't care about how many because likes. Because realistically, they, it's, this struck a, a com- nerve. Yes, I read a comment. And people but wait, are And I'm going to read it. I'm sorry, before you continue. We were talking about a clip that some people may not. Oh, no, no. They're they going to know because okay. I'm going to play it okay. right okay. at the beginning. All right, I just yeah. want to make oh, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like, We just going oh, no. in yeah, and like, we don't sorry. know what the fuck y'all are talking about. That's going to be added in post-editing. Okay. I read a clip that I just fucking loved. If I could have liked it a thousand times, mm. I'd have liked it a thousand times. You'd have been times. like that machine gun that was firing yeah, off yeah. the lights. <laughs> yes. Okay. The, the comment basically said, I'm paraphrasing, but I'll read it when I get to it. Um, the comment basically just was like, you know, honestly, this comment is offensive from both ends. 
Mm. Like from him and from her. Because who are you to say that just because a woman has kids, she's not a boss? And who are you to say just because a woman's never been married, something's wrong with her? So from both ends, one could actually take offense to this entire conversation. Mm. And I'm like, motherfucker, preach. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. One in the middle of like, how many comments does this have? Like, Man, like over thousands. 5,000 or something yes, like that. Yes, thousands of comments. Everybody else is like, girl power. She's a yes. boss. And you just mentioned how traditional shit like how that can come into play into relationships and how that could be non-progressive and I feel like a statement like this is very non-progressive from both ends I agree with that one person who decided to say like you know from both ends this could be offensive you know so what I would say is that I think there are points on both ends however I think when you have conversations conversations around relationships, women always get the short end of the stick. Mm. And I think what made her uh, opinion stand out was the fact that, no, what if that's what the woman wants to do? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think, you know, like with society, we always we always portray women in a certain light mm-hmm. from movies to music videos, we portray them in one way. And what she's saying is, nigga, what the fuck if she just want this is what the life she wanted to live? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think his conversation was more from a very was was from a, a conversation that was had in the nineteen forties. <laughs> where it was like, a woman's job yeah. is to have kids <laughs> and Bitch, make me a sandwich. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Woman or male, if you reach your 30s and you don't have kids and you haven't been married, there is a question there. There is no question. I have a question There's about no a question. man who has well, been able to dodge these bitches out here. Okay, no, who the are point in, is, their, in his is, 30s but, and you ain't had a scare, nigga. You ain't got your, one little crumb snatcher running around out here. But what you're doing is you're grouping a, a bunch and of I individuals be, and, I and saying be. this is your life. No, I'm not and saying you, this is your so life. So you're saying like so you don't believe in individuality. No. Like, no, I do. This person said, what, what, if, I'm saying what is, if I just want to be a fucking motherfucker of going to school for the rest of my life? I want to be a lifer. I don't give a shit about kids. I don't give a shit about a relationship. I don't give a shit about any of that. And I'm sitting in the First audience. Off, I know and someone why I tells me no kids right now. <laughs> well, he okay. moves around. Yeah, he's, he's like a, Kane on Papa Kung was Fu. a Rolling Stone. <laughs> but I want to get back to you. <laughs> right. That some <laughs> people want to just live their <laughs> life. Of funny. Like, and, and some totally people fine, aren't, don't want to have saying, kids. I, I some people don't want to be in relationships. I get you because I get you. You don't have to get me. This is I, a fact. Motherfucker, stop. <laughs> Okay. Shit. You want to sit around I and watch fake news? Get you. Nigga, Kofi-fi. I'm not watch. Okay. Kofi. That's, what, watch that's fake what I say. You pronounce that shit. Right. Anyway. Kofi-fi. No, I get Hashtag that. Kofi-fi. And if and if someone wants to live their life like that, then much power to you. I applaud you for that. For being that in control of everything, male or female. It does not matter. But I will not sit here and lie to you that I would not question a man that I run into that is in his 30s that has not been married and has not had any kids anywhere, I would ask him, oh, wow, I know plenty of guys like that. But that's that's but, awesome. But, but but I will say this much though. I mean, they're to, careful. To your, some of to us your, make mistakes. To your to your to your point. Let's not Brittany. act like if you're in your 30s and you're not married and you get kids, 
there wasn't a mistake made along the way. Nigga, both of mine was a mistake. Okay? Shit. We ain't finna sit here and be and be So obviously we the dumbest niggas in the room. Love you, Kennedy. Love you, Christian. Love you, baby. But baby, no. Like, no. Okay, wait a minute. You know what? I'm sorry. Some people should have been swallowed. Stop it. What, what, what I, what I am gathering also from this conversation is that it also has a little bit to do with um, your circles or the way that you're raised or the people that you're around. So like, no, no, no. Before you no. continue, Omar. Go ahead. Go ahead. Omar, you may keep yourself around um, a oh lot of high God. power he individuals. Is. Well, no. Right. Omar does. But the point is like. Omar may surround himself with individuals who are more career focused and they have been and they were raised to think that way. And so them not having kids, not necessarily that there's something wrong with them, but that like career has always been their focus. Whereas those of us who were raised around people where it was a little bit more traditional, you had kids when you were younger, you got married when you were younger. Like that's not really the environment I grew up in, but I went to all white, all girls high school. And most of the girls that I know or I went to high school with are married or are in their second marriage and have kids now. So it's like, I think that also it depends on what the environment is. So it's not just, this is a blanket statement that applies to everybody. And I I think here's the fact, here's the fact, right? Like, if you got kids and you're in your 30s and you're not married, let's just say you're a piece of shit person. Fuck you. Period. Period. Say it again. Like, if you're in your 30s and you have kids and you've never been married, also, let's just you say in that basket too. you're a piece of shit person. Yes, I'm not excluding myself from the basket. Here's the thing. When people used to be back in the day saying, oh, I don't trust someone if, if they're in the streets and they've never been to jail. They've never been to jail. Like, maybe the nigga who never been to jail is smarter than you. Right. <laughs> you the dumb nigga that got caught. Just like, I think Jay-Z said it best, where we live in an age where we respect the nigga that got shot and not the shooter. Mm. Period. Like, we it respect is, the victim not, now. Like, we respect the victim all of a sudden. not an accident that I've never been pregnant. Like, it, right. it is you're, very strategic. You're smart. You, it, well, it's you, not just that I'm smart. I, well, I mean... You got your it, shit in order. Some first of us are off, sloppy. she's not fucking when she's ovulating, okay? Well, that's so thing. that's great. Well, and all like the birth control they broke down at health class. I investigated us, all them shits and I use all them shits. Some of us believe you have to pull out before you go. <laughs> you can't pull out of a driveway. <laughs> but you know, don't believe the lies, America. <laughs> this, but like I said, though, everything about the conversation is is interesting. And one of the points that I made at the show mm-hmm. was. I said, you know, if we're being really honest, and I know that it's sometimes okay. So, from a hyperbole perspective, the comment that that the gentleman made that he said that his father made, we know that you can't make some broad, overarching statement sure. and, and and call it accurate like that. Mm-hmm. However, um, we do know to a large degree that. It, it it had some wisdom in it. Like, if, if you change out a few of the words, like you can't say wrong something her. wrong with her. Right. But like I pointed out in the show, something wrong with her for me. You see what okay. I'm saying? If okay. you're a guy who's looking for someone who wants to be family oriented, like you can draw conclusions about that person who's in their, you know, mid to late 30s or 40s, sure. never been married and had kids. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. But if you're looking for a certain type of woman and you want a woman that you can build a family with, you need to be able to assess at that point. I'm dealing with someone who places their career aspirations above 
that of child rearing or having a family. Isaac, and, I'm and, and, if, and if having a family is what's important to you, you need to be able to see because, like Brittany said, it's not an accident if you get to a certain age. No, like, no, and no. you don't, and you ain't had no slip ups. That means that okay. No, 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 like, Isaac. That means we, you know. So we can take this back to the black experience as well, but let's be honest. Black men ain't shit. Like, we're the most destroyed people on the planet, and we go around just skeeting in women all day with no idea of how to take care of family or be in a family. Like, you know, when you think about it, like, I'm going to tell you, the neighborhood I grew up in, most of the niggas who had babies still live with their mother. They didn't even know how to provide. But they're just skeeting around, and this is what happened when you live in those type of areas. So maybe someone that's not pregnant in their 30s didn't grow up in that type of area. As Casey was alluding to, that maybe they grew up in a a, a lot more progressive society where you learn how to avoid certain things like that. But let's be honest. Most likely, if you're in your 30s and and you have kids, marriage was never on your mind. None of those things were on your mind. You were just enjoying your life. And there's nothing wrong with that either. No. But see, there's... Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Wait a minute, though. But to say someone's in their 30s and they don't have kids... That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Unless we were living in the 1800s or the 1900s. However, though, where um, you know, because back in that day, you if you were if you were over 21, you were considered an old maid, and that's a fact. Like you were getting married and having babies at 15 and 16 years old, right. and now as we're a progressive society, we're, that's frowned upon because now that's considered underage. You can't sleep with a 16 year old. But trust me, back in that day, when Cher was messing with what's his name, uh. uh uh, Sonny? Sonny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was 27. She was 16 when they were messing around. Like, that was okay back then. Today and age? Oh, my God. Pedophile. Chris Hansen's going to walk in on you. And, you know, you're going to jail. <laughs> you know, but back then, that was okay to have that kind of thinking because that was a traditional way of thinking. Right. Like, it's okay for a grown-ass man to sleep with a 13-year-old. But now we think, no, today, in this day and age, a 13-year-old is not that... Her brain's not up to par to make those decisions. And so, so I'll agree with that. However, you on, the flip agree side, with on the flip side, though, right? Once a woman gets into her 30s, because I know a lot of women now that are in Do that you really? Realm, Tell me, Isaac. You know a lot of women in their 30s. The, the, the stress. You don't have that the answers, feeling, Isaac. You don't have all the answers, Isaac. The stress that they're feeling is there's a such thing as biology that you can't fight against. So while you're chasing these career aspirations and things of that nature, if you get too far along the path, you know, Mother Nature may prevent your ability to procreate. And so now technology is allowing them to freeze eggs and do all these other things. But, 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 But that's where the statement comes from, is that before technology allowed the freezing of eggs, if a woman was, was, was interesting, right. If a woman, but but if a woman was interested in bearing children, mm-hmm. but I'm asking, she what if she wasn't one? Done. She's not interested in that. Is my question? She may not be. And, and, exactly, and so and she should okay. not be frowned upon. No, that's okay, and she shouldn't be frowned upon. But like we were saying, from a traditional there's nothing standpoint, wrong with her, though. No, there's nothing wrong with but her. But it's 2017. But, but men are wearing a, rompers, Isaac. But as a society, though, oh and once God. again, once again, maybe I'm playing devil's advocate, maybe I'm not. Mm-hmm. But the point that it's I'm not at, kumbaya in here, and I'm asking you a direct question. The point that I'm making is that you're the 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 primary role, like fuck society and societal shit, biologically, as an organism, as a species, our number one goal is to procreate. Yeah. If we don't do that, we die off. Tell as that a to species. Donald Trump. 
we die off as a species. Mm-hmm. And so, so regardless of angle. when we put it this and we put it that and all these other things, as when, when, you, when you strip away all of our intelligentsia, if we don't procreate, we die as a species. And so if everyone starts saying, oh, I want to have children when I'm comfortable in my 50s, but then you're no longer ovulating or you can't do that, then that, that presents a danger from a societal perspective. And I'm just saying biology. I'm not talking about individuals and, and some people don't need to have children. Some people don't want to have children. That's fine. So you believe but these 13-year-old at, girls need to start fucking. That's not what I said. But I'm just saying, though. And, and, and you know, and you know what's interesting though, because and it's gonna get super deep, and then I'm gonna have to scale it back. Seriously, I'm gonna have to scale it back because it's gonna get way too deep. It's but you know get what? Creepy in a minute. It is. Part of what probably led to this is this may be our our species' way of curtailing uh, population growth. Because because when we were younger, uh, like when 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 people didn't rule the earth the way they do now, like way way back when, you probably had to. Do things like what you were saying. 16, 17, they good to go because no, they, it was more about right. like 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 we well, had to is, we had to procreate. But now we're at a place where we're like nah. thirty years old back then. Right, right. exactly. So, so you were so smashing like changed. twelve year olds and eleven well, right. Okay. right. So things so have is, changed. This took a dark Sick turn, bastard. but I, I do want to <laughs> <laughs> I do want to make a, a a quick point on a different a mildly different perspective, and then we can jump okay. into one of these comments. Okay. Um, and I it it's exactly what I'm experiencing. First of all, because I'm 33, no kids, never been married. Oh my God, you need to have some kids. Stop it. Um, But it wasn't because I was so career oriented and all that shit. First of all, I don't feel like an adult right now. Mm. I feel like that there are other 30-something-year-olds who feel just like me, and we feel like we are just playing grown-up, and we are, like, right. paying bills and I shit. Know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still don't feel old enough to be right. telling another human being how to live their life. I but, agree with that. Right, but <laughs> you got whole kids. so And if you want so one, <laughs> I'll give you one of them. I appreciate that. So then, so there's, so there's that, and then some of us, like, I was never... <laughs> hardcore career oriented it was just i was never in a space where i was ready to have kids or even thought about it like it just wasn't on my radar i haven't had this sort of clock ticking situation like it's it's different for some people and so i think what was being insinuated in the video was like you know the women who don't have kids never been married it's like you know they make sure they're educated they take care of their their bills they go to college they um, are career oriented, all those things. I did those things, but it was kind of like, that's what I'm kind of supposed to be doing. But it wasn't like, I'm so hungry to go after my career aspirations that I'm pushing off a family to the side. Mm. That was never, let me put my career first and then a family second. You know what? It was just kind of, that's just how it went down. But I don't feel like I'm lacking because I haven't done those things. I think they'll come. But it's it's like not everybody no, I, actively went saying, after man. those that's what things. I got like, a clip. I got okay. a clip that, okay, that kind of touches into yeah. what you were just saying. Okay. Is it the Brenda's got a baby clip? Stop nope. it. Stop it. Wow. Here you go. All right. Uh, I don't know. This might not be that popular. So uh, I think I think that there was a time when I would make a certain assertion about a woman who was that age without being married or without having kids. But after thinking about it, we make this assumption as if there is a bunch of men who are like great out here, 
who are good mates for these women to have kids and get married with. Wait when a the minute. Actually, when <laughs> the is reality <laughs> is, is that for the most part, as we have failed them. And we criticize women for having men or making bad decisions with men. And then we criticize them for not having babies with men who are not uh, up to par. So we can't have it both ways. Mm. Because of this, we have this situation where we have women who are educated, who are older, who are not married, who don't have kids because they decided not to make a bad decision. So therefore, or no? it's quite understandable. Just checking. Sorry. <laughs> you were choosing. I was choosing. Right? Um, <laughs> Hashtag snack. Right, hold on. <laughs> Omar was snack. on his feet during that conversation. Because I, right. I just said the exact same thing yeah. prior to the clip. And, and I, uh, he was I dropping agree science, real with shit. everything he just said. Yeah. Like 100% that's, that's exactly what I, was getting at. what I just said. Like it's been more, for me, it's been more happenstance. Like I don't want to make a baby with you. Like I'm not actively avoiding trying to have kids, but you know, I've been dating around and I've had all these different boyfriends. It's not like I'm just out here thotting around or whatever. <laughs> but I but, mean, some <laughs> of us are just, you know, uh, 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 some of us, we don't know any better. Right. You know, I felt like when, when... Or we know that you're not the person I want to marry or procreate with. You do know that Right, that, but, but I'm, I'm speaking and, for... And I'm speaking fine. from the other half. Like, I'm speaking for the other half. Like, when you think about, like, the people who do have kids, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're not married, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and they've been single. They're not with that person. Like, they didn't know any better. And, and you know, and, and you know you, you're in a naive situation. That's not always the case. That's not always the case that you don't know any better and that you're in a naive situation. Maybe you are trying to make that work with that person. And there could have been a ton of different things as the reason why that situation didn't work. Well, I'm just saying. There's like, a if, lot if of it, reasons as to why. But I, but I feel like if you're in that situation, you would have gotten married first. If you knew better, you would have gotten married first. You'd have had kids. Okay. But then you would have played around like with the you, whole traditional versus well, that's what I'm progressive about. shit again. Well, that's what I'm, no, that's and that's not always way. the case. That's, well, that's not, not always the case. Way. What I'm trying to say is. Either way, it's it's just it's just a play on. It's just a play. <laughs> it's a play on, you know, perspective, because as I mentioned, I mean, there could be some offense taken from both ends of that of that conversation, and what old dude just said, like he's absolutely right, like absolutely correct. But for those who have decided to have kids or. Who are who haven't been married? There's a lot of different ways to kind of tweak that situation. There's a lot of different like, you know, combinations to the to the shit. But you just you can't say that from his perspective that there's something wrong with the woman who hasn't had them. Right. I was excited about hearing that comment from him because he was able to identify that the eligible people that you may want to have these life-changing experiences with are a little bit more limited to women like black women specifically are the most educated people in america like we we have the most post percentage wise right post high school degrees and so it's like if you're expecting your counterpart to equal that or be on the same level with you you 
you may fall short because a lot of our men from, you know, war on drugs and all sorts of different things have been either locked up or they're not as progressive as we are, whatever, whatever Based the case is. Based on sample size. Sure. Um, that our eligible pool is a little bit more limited unless you want to start dipping outside of your race, which is fine, too. A lot which, of women have started started. You saw this that. new study, right? Not you that, see the, which the one. <laughs> that interracial relationship have gone up, have doubled. Right. Yeah. Over the years. And half-breeds okay. are pretty much going to take over the U.S. That's what we calling them? Like <laughs> That's what they were crime. called. Cool. Cool. Oh, we can call them... Uh, Did you hear me? I said, ain't that like a hate crime? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're called. Isaac, you want to move half on? Half and half. <laughs> like, it's like a coffee. <laughs> but no, it's a fact. And, and one of the things, they, they are trying to control that shit. Just FYI. Oh, great. So Hispanics are on the rise faster than oh, any. Of course they are. Yeah. Birthing on any. Yeah. One of, of the races are. on in the U.S. So mm-hmm. they are getting ready to stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just FYI, that that's the real, real reason bad. for the wall, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that bullshit. is the absolute reason. It's the same thing they're doing Brexit. They're trying to mm-hmm. rule out the minorities. Yeah. Good luck with that. It's called but, population control. So the name of this of this topic overall. Or, or the show overall was called Tell Your Daddy. And so, you know, we were looking for a creative way to not only pull um, our that, that, that fun clip that we played earlier kind of back into rotation, but, you know, give uh, our close colleague, a good friend of mine, an opportunity to just kind of, you know, Save a little face or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Actually, he's been an amazing sport yeah. uh, as it relates to just kind of taking one on the chin, you know, because as we talked about a moment ago, as Brittany said a moment ago, like when you really go into these comments, it can really get vicious sometimes, yeah. Yeah. you know. And it's not because they think that he as a person is the devil, but he becomes the embodiment mm-hmm. of clearly what a lot of women uh, feel pain over mm-hmm. like like that's really what you see you mm-hmm. see a lot of pain in the comments of a lot of the women one in particular uh that i'll that i'll share and not and not even no actually i won't share one of the pain posts but it made me laugh because a, a young lady she tagged a friend she had a sad face and a bunch of like laughing with the tears mm-hmm. and she literally goes these women are angry mm-hmm. and she's got like three exclamation points her girl chimes in girl it's a generalized opinion no need for anger the other one goes right e for real for real her other girl chimes in he clearly said it's not accurate or inaccurate she goes laughing my ass off and then the other person goes lol right but bitter women didn't want to acknowledge that. They just want a reason to snap off. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was interesting. Just watching that exchange because you see frustration. You see some anger in some of these posts. Now, most people will look at it, like it, laugh, share it. But what I see is a lot of people tagging their single friends yeah, who are over the age of 35 and... Even when I see women that will tag their friends, they'll tag them and they'll say, girl, not saying anything about you, but you a boss like this woman right here, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that 
when I saw this, I'm like, man, this is taking on an, a completely different life of its own. You know, on one level, we think this is like fun and kind of playful. But then on the next level, you start to realize like the woman that made the, the clap back. This was like, you know, uh, she was she was a lot of people's shero. She became a lot of people's shero in that moment mm-hmm. because the comment that the gentleman made made them feel some kind of way. So in a minute, in 10 seconds, he pissed them off royally. (laughs) And then she comes back and in the next 50 seconds makes them feel so vindicated and validated. I've never seen shit like this before. Yeah, it's quite quite entertaining to watch. You got a comment? Oh, my God. So someone says, um, different perspective. But we need to define what boss means in our daily life. Mm. Is it on the job or in the household? Not co-signing for his father because marriage and babies have no age limit beyond legalities. But there's a lot of lonely women bosses out there. God designed the household for the man to be the boss or the leader. The woman was created out of a man's rib for support helper. Women, having the boss-like mentality at home will keep you single because you take it on on the man's role. We tend to scare men off with this mentality. Speaking from my husband's perspective... A man would rather have a boss woman on the job and a supportive helping wife at home. There's also blessings in being submissive, but y'all ain't even ready for that lesson yet. Just saying. I, I think I, I think I remember actually seeing that. Like, there's so many comments that yeah. there's no way I can keep up. Well, because I they have thousands see. of likes, so they keep staying at the top. So certain ones. Right. Yeah. But get. that one and stood that, out for me because I remember looking at it. And, and I like thinking, how she threw the fact that she had a husband up in there just so oh, that right. women so y'all hoes know. This don't apply to me, bitch. But I, you know, I have. I'm single. I have. put a strawberry on He put a strawberry in her dress. Drink. Mixologist right, and shit. Omar over here making drinks of mixologist right, and shit. I'm gonna take good. a fucking picture. Right. Hold up, hold up, Omar, hold up. still an asshole. No, but I, I think that <laughs> she made a she made a valid point because I have a cousin actually in our in my particular family, I have a cousin who is a high powered executive. Um she's in her forties now and she has two kids and a husband. But and she started her family early. She had they had their first child when she was twenty one. Um, but she is a boss. Like she has been an executive in her company in various different stages for as long as I can remember. And so that's true. Like defining what a boss actually is, is um, it's relative. It, it is. really is because she is married with children at the same time as running that company. And so and so, Casey, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you made that point. Um, because do you? I don't know if you remember, man. You kind of got red. Who me? Yeah, in Who this is? last event. I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip okay. right now and shit because I just Damn. thought it was entertaining. I don't and shit. believe I just you, want cool. you, to, you know, somebody, somebody, somebody came to you with the receipts and shit. Oh, but shit. you know, oh, whatever. Oh, I go. remember that. Okay, go. <laughs> Question though. Oh. Do, do you have any concern about once you do live together? Like, say you're married, you live together because I feel like you don't know somebody until you live with them. Um. I, I mean, you know, and so do you are you ever concerned about what that looks like and what those idiosyncrasies could be and that may cause divorce? No. Um, and that's because of two things. One, I think that living together when you're under marriage, like you don't know that person 
until you're married anyway. So it's fun. It's new. It's something that you guys both share together versus, oh, I've lived with three people already. This is like not anything new to me. Second, statistically, people that live together have a higher divorce rate. I think it's 75%. Mm. And both Dr. Laura, the licensed psychotherapist, will say that if you ever listen to her. So there are studies that show that that is actually... Um, oh, she's not dropped, helping your She's dropping them stats on me. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> she tried to come with the receipts and Nigga. Shit. <laughs> she was about to catch this fate, is what she was about to catch. No, and, and the thing is, a psychotherapist, if you no. uh, ever had. No, 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 no that's a ridiculous high, high number. No, but the she, thing is, the divorce has, rate is high that. right now in general. Yeah. They can't right, identify what it is because everyone. It doesn't negate from her fact, though. But the thing is, everyone puts down irreconcilable differences anyway. Right. So there's no way to track that. What's the real reason? For divorce, since I forget, maybe the fucking 1940s or 50s, where you actually had to list down why you divorced for someone. Mm -hmm. So that statement holds no weight in in my eyes. Maybe not for you. No, and it's a fact. Me either. It's a fact. That's a ridiculously high number that I don't even think that she. It's a fact because that means in order for you to track that information, you have to list down the reason why, and you don't have to list that anymore. Think about all the celebrity divorces. Yeah. Do we know why Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman divorced? Do we know why yeah, anyone? Tom Cruise was batshit crazy on that. No, but that's hearsay. Shit. Like she knew he was jumping on that damn couch, bro. She knew get your ass off when they got married. But the thing is, because irreconcilable differences came 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 where they put that in place so you wouldn't shame people mm. because back in the day you would shame people when it came to divorce you would say oh i'm divorcing this person because they don't put out enough mm. or they don't know which way the fucking toilet paper goes <laughs> on the fucking roll it's up right. uh, you know everybody knows Obviously. so the thing is but you can't track it anymore like and so you can't really pull that there's no statistics behind that that I don't think living with a person is the reason for divorce. It's fake news, is what it's called. <laughs> so That's you guys, stupid. so you guys don't think that that has any bearing on? No, because get this: you're living with the motherfucker, then you get married. You still decide to do it, okay. like right? That's that makes no sense. If you broke up before you got married, it wouldn't even be tracked. Where is she getting the seventy five percent from? Mm. You already we know what you're getting into when you get married. We may not know where this statistic came from, but it may, it doesn't mean that it's not true. Living with the person is not the reason for divorce. I'm not Maybe saying divorce not, is but it high. May, right, right, right. But, divorce is high. Right, but they have statistics on, like, based on certain specifications that when a couple does this, they're most likely to get divorced. Doesn't mean that that was the reason for their divorce, but there are statistics with, with all those sorts of I'm stats. Sure. So meaning that doesn't mean that because they live together, that's why they got divorced. But if, that was sti- point. if statistically most couples that live together before they're married get divorced, that does say something. That makes no sense. It doesn't, ha- I mean, it doesn't have to they get, it. They get divorced for other reasons, but living together, I don't think plays um, any plays role. Any role. Actually, I think if anything, it helps you because the couples who still decide to get divorced after living together, that ain't their problem. Their problem is something else. I think it's the finances. More than it, it could mm. be that you never got that shit together because finance is always a big thing. So it's funny that you say that because we actually had a comment that came shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. But before we get into it, I want to know both of you ladies, do you all like wearing turtlenecks? 
Okay. What are we talking about? Condoms? Uh, well, no. We'll just go into the I cup. have a turtleneck sweater I enjoy. We'll just, we'll just go into the cup. <laughs> so I dated a guy for five years. We had a great relationship. It was awesome. I moved in with him. We lived together for four months, and we split. Like, I could not deal with this. So this shacking up before marriage, I think it is necessary. <laughs> I think it is absolutely necessary, especially for a woman like me that's not going to settle for certain things or accept your ways because we are married, because I'm not accepting you for you if it doesn't help me become the woman that I want to be. So um, I say that five years, like I said, it was great. It was a great relationship up until the part where we moved in together and he was like, oh, you're going to wear that? shirt it's low cut why don't you throw on a turtleneck i'm like nigga i'm 23 <laughs> a turtleneck hell no like wait a minute you want you to put me? on a turtleneck <laughs> a turtleneck yeah i wear a turtleneck i was like he's like but you're going so. to meet my friends your friends like i've been knowing them for five years now you want me to throw on a turtleneck like no like, it's not happening before i know it it was like so um yeah it's clothes in there, like, you're not gonna wash them. I'm like, um, what's wrong with your hands? You were washing them before I moved in. He was like, but I gave you a key and you don't pay rent and I take care of you oh. and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. All right. Well, that comment took a turn. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, I get it. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, Brother Sharif. Uh, Hakeem Malik oh, uh, doesn't understand it that hoe is life. <laughs> Shut your okay. ass the fuck up. But you know what's funny, and this is completely off subject, I think, but you know how sometimes or all the time we will tell little girls um, don't wear certain things when we know a man is going to be in the house that's not her family or even if it's an uncle or some shit like just mm -hmm. you know you need to put some clothes on uncle so-and-so is coming over or dad's friends are coming over or whatever instead of being concerned about the fact that a, a man would be attracted to a female child we make the child put more clothes on well when you when you live in a uh, in a household and you get dudes who move state to state Name Isaac. <laughs> you get suspicious about him. Like, all right, why aren't you stable? Why don't you have any kids? It's more so just about being cautious because even though they're family and it is very perverted to be attracted to children, we don't know anyone's truth like that. So wait a Uncle minute. Is that what y'all took? Is that what you took from no, the turtleneck? No, I can, I can that, see what he's trying to say. I, 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 I get what she now was saying. No, that's Brother Hakeem uh, that's like, you're going to be a sister. He's he's he may not want her to put on a turtleneck, but we also don't know just how risque her her wardrobe. No, may he wanted her to be a sister. That's what that sounded like. He wanted to be a sister, a black power queen. Like put on a turtleneck and a no, beret and this beret. beret. Like, no, because you need to go out there and fight. No, because he still was expecting her to pick up those traditional woman duties by washing clothes and things. Exactly, like that. that's what those niggas do. What do you? What do you? Are you sleep? Are you woke? No, That's what they do. Put this black turtleneck on and it's black beret. You're a black panther. Okay. Now, yeah. go in there and cook and clean while Isaac and I go in the other room and discuss how we're about to take this shit over. 
<laughs> that's what that was. That's but but what I you know so it was a few different Thanks, things that Khadija. I thought was kind of interesting about that comment, which was okay. They were Gucci for five years, and then all of a sudden, the moment that it was time to move in together, shit went awry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That so makes sense. you know that. But see, sometimes people feel like that is one of the reasons that you should, like, yeah. hold off or whatever, right? Like, because it's almost like a, it's it, it's almost like we all get into this browsing mentality. You know what I'm saying? And what separates the real commitment of marriage if all of it, uh, if if all it is is just one added piece, but we're already doing everything, right? Then it's almost like then what's the purpose of getting married? Right. If if if, if there's nothing more to marriage than what we're doing now, then that to me kind of diminishes the the um the argument of of why marriage is necessary. If we're gonna do everything, we're already sharing the bank account, we got all this other stuff, we got kids, we're living together, then as Omar say, why bring the government into this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all we're basically doing at that point. You know what I mean? And so I think it's unique sometimes when people, especially especially people who, who are very pro-marriage, kind of rally against living together and things of that nature because, you know, of, of all the reasons that we can sometimes kind of create in our mind. But I'm like, in reality, all you're doing is just making me question the viability of marriage you know because it, it, even from a legal perspective it's not as difficult to get out of it as people think i mean no, financially yeah financially they come get that ass they'll come and get that ass but but in terms of just getting out of the shit it's not that and fucking i'm telling difficult. you and and as soon as you start making money they leave your ass for a white girl <laughs> kanye oh said God. that shit but I'm you know, gonna tell you marriage the truth. Is important. Go ahead, go ahead, Brittany. It's go ahead. important to Talk those about that it's important to. So you'll have some women that marriage is not important to at all, you know, and that's cool. And then if that's the way that you live, then that's great. But for those that it's important to, I get it because I'm the one of the ones that marriage is important to. Like I look forward Aww. to getting married one of these days in my lifetime. But what it Cute. does is it's just just an extra. Um, layer of commitment. So you're doing all this shit. You're living together. You're busting your ass and you showing this man that you can provide for a household, be domestic, do all the shit that his mama talked about or his mama did or whatever the case or whatever y'all truth is because everything is different. Um, and what you do is with marriage when you get the government involved, it's bigger than that. I think we've had this conversation before. We have. Um, and I'm it's bigger than that. It's um, okay. It's it's more so along the lines of me and you moving as one and in unison, where I don't have to, you know, ask permission to to do certain shit in 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 your name or you in mine, and you know, in situations when it when it does come down to finances, if something were to happen to you, I don't want to be looking for your fucking next of kin to make arrangements for you. That shit is fucking frustrating in moments where. As a wife, it's something that I can handle and and deal with. If if it's real, if it's if it's emotional, if it's if it's the connection that it's supposed to be, like it used to be, then I get I get why you want to make it and and solidify it, like you know, and get married. I understand it, 
But if it's some bullshit, like you just want to be out here getting married just because it's the thing to fucking do. And I don't understand why it's the thing to fucking do. That shit's expensive. And I don't want to live with a nigga that I don't like. I don't get it. And you shouldn't. And and on that note, I want to just give my little life advice. That I, I, I don't think anyone should marry someone just to marry them. And I think if you have kids, you have kids, whatever. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Right. But I think at the end of the day is, are you happy? There we go. You know, like, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Because are you living your life for you or someone else? Are you living your life to what society is telling you to do? Right. Are you living your life the way you want to? You find your truth. Because I'm going to tell you something. The number one regret at hospice of people dying all across the world is not doing the things that they want to do. Hospice, nigga. Hospice. How do you fucking know that? Because I'm in fucking healthcare, nigga. You That's don't deal with patients? Nigga, or are you I taking deal trips with to the motherfucking... In general, and this is the shit I know. I'm trying to, t- I'm trying to school you little niggas. Okay. But if you listen, you may but learn listen, something. But listen, no, I agree with But Omar. what I'm telling you, like, it's, it's, Be it's happy. all about your happy. Like, it's all about happiness. Because the thing is, don't live your life for someone else. Live it for yourself. If you want to go out there and have, uh, be like that octomom bitch and have twenty kids, fuck it, just do it. That's holding you back. If you want to be a hoe, be a hoe. Hoes are out here winning. Just look on Instagram. Hoes got to eat. The too. hoes on Instagram are making more money than every other six figure nigga I know. <laughs> True. Yeah. Fact. Oh, that chick Bernice looked like. Um, you know, oh, stop you, you know what? Hugh Hefner. I watched the documentary the other day. Hugh Hefner did a uh, documentary, or they did a documentary on, on the Playboy Mansion. Did you know the Playboy bunnies were making more money than the gentlemen coming to the Key Club? Mm. Mm. Fact. They were fucking. <laughs> no. Well, they weren't they fucking. Were fucking. They weren't fucking. They, these bitches were independent, and they had a bunny outfit on. You ain't always got to be fucking. I n d e p e n d e exactly. I'm telling you, they out here winning. I think what's the next clip? Rich homie Quan is the next clip. That would be funny if I played that. Thirty thousand dollars on. No, so Isaac, the question actually, what about the opposite? What if about the parents like you too much? I can't stand that. I cannot stand it. I still have parents this day who still call me from relationships that have been over over eight years, and they annoy the shit out of me. So I'd actually rather not meet the parents until we are walking down the aisle. I don't want to meet not one more mother until I'm walking down the aisle because they annoy the hell out of me. They still call me, and, and I kid you not, I just got a call actually two days ago from a mother. I, I haven't dated him literally for eight years. And she's wondering how I'm doing. And oh, honey, I miss you, and I wish you hadn't married him because he just still loves you. Stop calling me. <laughs> and I actually had to tell her, stop calling me. You so did what not about tell that? Her that? I did. You, I you did. did. Okay, not I did. Stop it. I did. You did. <laughs> 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 you sent a text this morning. <laughs> just, I did. Just I thinking did, about I did. you. I did. I did. <laughs> like, oh, Mrs. Sullivan, I love you too. Right. I miss you. Love My Sullivan. mom misses you too. So crazy. <laughs> we were talking about tradition versus progressive. And one of the things we talked about was like, you know, do you take advice from your parents? Um, what happens if your parents doesn't like 
who it is that you're dating. But then we flipped it. And we're like, what happens if, well, well, Krishan flipped it and said, what if they like you a little too much? So I want to pose that to you guys. Have you all ever been in a situation where you've broken up with someone and their parents couldn't let go? And if that was the case, or have you broken up with someone and your parents couldn't let go of the person mm-hmm. that you were dating? Like, how do you handle that? Wow. I already know what Brittany goes to say because Brittany, Brittany burns bridges. Right. So she like, if I hate him, you My hate him. I already know what Brittany going to say. You nigga, don't even all know. All of us hate this nigga now. So <laughs> my parents I get attached you. to no one. Okay? Really? So they don't give a fuck about nobody. Mm. Nobody that they I've love dealt with. me. They Let's love be you. very clear yes, about that. Yes, they do. But anyone that Only I've dated. Only because y'all not fucking. Right. All right. Anyone that I've dated prior, any exes, they wipe their hands with them. They move on. Mm. Um, now, I will say this. My daughter's father, when we broke up, his mom, <laughs> his mom, his parents love me to death. Till this day, like, we're very, we're so cool. Like, they still call me their daughter-in-law and so forth. But it was months after we had broken up, and they were still hopeful about our relationship. Mm. One morning, I'll never forget this shit. It was a Saturday morning, bright and early. It was like 6 a.m. She calls me. I'm at my mom's. I answer the phone. I'm like, hello? She's like, ooh, Brittany. She's like, are you with my son? And I was like, eh, negative. No. She's like, ah, oh, shit. She's like, where the fuck is he at? I'm like, I can't help you, but he's a free man. He can do whatever he wants to do. So it was kind of awkward because she assumed that he was with me. I don't know if he was telling her that we were working shit out, which was negative. But though that moment let me know, like, okay, they're just never going to let go. Mm. So, and, and we're still good today. Like, I talk to them all the time. Mm. Interesting. From the woman who has to discard uh, all past oh, remnants <laughs> I don't of fuck with past relationships and That's shit, funny. but you but you can be cool with their parents I mean, and shit. I mean, they're God-fearing you know? people. I can't cut them off. <laughs> That's hilarious. They in church every Stop Sunday. It. Stop uh, it. I can't uh, cut them off. What about you, Casey? No. Oh, really? Uh-uh. So you saying when you break up, like, they parents are like, yeah. fuck Casey. It's, no, she no, was no, a no. bitch anyway. So I, I don't know if Damn. y'all remember from a previous podcast, but my ex never introduced me to his mother. Mm. Um, he didn't really know his father, so that okay. wasn't a, an issue. Um, as far as my parents go, like, my mothers, my mom and my stepmom, are both, like, super nice and, like, super into the person that I'm dating. But once it's over, they're always Team Casey. Yeah, I, was like, just, I was just about yeah, to say that. It they does team not. Casey. Like, they, they mm-hmm. will be very warm. They'll be very accepting. But at the end of the day, I don't care about that nigga. I care about my daughter. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it's, you know, it's nice and everything, but it's not nah, fam. Like, what about it, you, it didn't bro? work out. And, and I'm going to flip it for you, but, but not really flip it, but not necessarily how connected does your mom get but you break up with a woman do you have her parents like still trying to reach out to you or like how does that like omar have you ever had shit. that he ain't never had that omar from because mother. omar omar gets deep like with with the families and shit they be fucking loving him but i'm i'm wondering no, i'm gucci with the parents even right after breakup uh after break 
every parent I ever came across. I'm their son. Yes, <laughs> do, do they keep? Do they keep reaching out yeah. to you? They don't reach out to me, but if if, but the thing is, I'm not the negative one. Like they don't look at me in a bad light. Like I'm always the good son. Like I had parents like say to me like, if you broke up with my daughter, like you still be family. Like, and and they meant it because I'm I'm a good dude. I had a, a girl I was dating when I think I was 16. I think she was like 24 or something like that. But her dad like gave me life advice and was like, "Leave my fucking daughter alone. She's destroying your life." Oh like, my god! Oh so my god! I've had story. Like, uh, do you want to go into the? No, man, you probably don't want to go into it. it, it we'll have to go into ratchet, it, but it's it, it's, it's kind of rich. But I thought this girl was my world. Like I was young. This she put the thun 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 on me, but. Uh-uh. And she was beautiful. I was so in love with this girl. And, and you know, and I dated her as I was getting older. But anyway, I remember like, she my was life was, you. yeah, she my was life was you. like, she was like 24. I was like 16. Right. But right. I would lie to people and tell them I was 19 because that's what she told me to say. Mm. But the thing is, my life was kind of spiraling out of control. And her dad set me down. Like, I love my daughter very dearly. But I know when you guys met, you had your shit together, and it's not together now. She mm. is, and he's like, I she's know my destroying you. No, that's what he said. He said, I know my daughter's not the best person in the world, and I feel like she's bringing you down. Damn. And he said, and and I quote, he says, "You're going into the world, asshole first, Jeez. and you need to reverse that." God damn it! And he's like, "You need to leave my daughter," and I was like. You're right. Asshole first. Well, then. Meaning you're going into the world to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's what I got Yo, from it, but we'll whatever. We'll talk about the rest of that story later, because I remember. I, I, like, that was one that, that so, had the cab, that, that caught the cab over and then couldn't be found. <laughs> yeah, no, she was ratchet. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. It just, and oh my God, stories and but, but, stories. But back to, stories. Think, back to what like you're saying, Netflix like, I, right. I'm good with parents. Okay. Like, I don't care if you racist. If I come meet you, you're going to fucking love me, period. Or you racist. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> or you really racist. <laughs> or you fucking the clan. Or you're at the you're right. the grand wizard right, in the clan. Right. I thought you but just no. didn't like black people, but no, you really racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm really good with parents and I think here's what people say. Like people when I come across, they say I'm genuine. Mm. Like I'm not fake. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing to hide. Like it is what it is. So I'm good with the parents, I guess. To that regards. Now, vice versa, have I ever been in that situation where I'm like, oh, like I really love someone's parents? Fuck them. <laughs> uh, uh, parents love me. Uh, I'm you, good. You with, are good with parents. Like, man, right. listen, I, like to the point where when I date women, I have to let them know, no, you probably don't want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, I told you all the story about the woman that had me sitting at the damn table yeah and we wasn't even dating right right and i was like you know what let me go ahead and fuck your head up and turn this shit all the way up and make everybody at this table love me because you should have known better but like me knowing that i don't play into it but i'm not you know i never want to put myself out there as like the guy that's like the asshole so that you know i'm saying because i want to be welcomed i don't even think you can even be an asshole I'm pretty certain in, in you going to that wedding was being an asshole. Was it? I thought I was doing the right. You just thing. it sounded like it, 
this no, by the way this was on the mixed signals episode oh, but yeah. Good job. yeah no i just looked it up but yes you were being a dick by being extra super sweet to her family knowing that you didn't want shit i was to getting do with free her. wine and get food. the fuck out of here you don't need free food that bad stay well, I'm, supposed to be, I'm supposed to be anti-social I, okay, don't nice. go to the wedding now remember, nice. now remember nice. i didn't know nice that she guy. was putting me at the table you shouldn't with have the went family. to the wedding at I, all she was like man just come through it's gonna be kind of like knew her for and, one day so. you know i was like hey this is kind of weird but yeah, no, shit. It's, it's all right weird, cool sweetie. this is so hey. when i look at isaac and i like we're two type of guys right yep eyes is the guy where it's like a girl's like okay i need to introduce my parents into the realm that i'm fucking now <laughs> let me grab isaac <laughs> <laughs> to make this introduction and then they're like, just, oh, he's a nice guy. Like, yeah. they don't picture Isaac as fucking. Like, you. Like, just like wearing their daughter out. So that never comes into mind. They're like, here's a guy that's going to mentally stimulate my daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. He's wow. good. He's safe. He's safe. safe. He Gucci. Safe. The dad is going to be like, man, you want to come out and back and have a beer? You know, <laughs> like, and talk absolutely, sports? Absolutely. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Don't call me, sir. <laughs> call, me call me Darnell. Call, call me Darnell. Call me Deontay. <laughs> right. Or uh, Devontae. Or dad. Just, just, just keep it easy. Just call me dad. <laughs> right. Very easy. Very simple. I always get the short end of the stick, I think, when it comes to Isaac and I, Nigga, right? It's because of your height. They like No, this. no, no. Here's who I am. <laughs> and your teardrops. No, no. Here's who I am. Here's the short end. Range up. That I get. Top, top. I'm the boyfriend nigga. Like, oh, oh. He's the boyfriend, and and not from a family perspective, but everywhere I go, I'm a boyfriend. Like I can't be a player. I can't be a hoe. I'm a boyfriend. Period. Across the board. Everywhere I go, I walk into a building like. That's somebody's boyfriend. <laughs> I'm never somebody just fucking somebody. That's that's somebody's boyfriend. Right, right, like, right, right. I'm like, really? Some nigga? Ni- like, some niggas just look like they ain't shit. They like, like he fucking bitches. I know. Right. Like, you say you walk in like, yeah. That, I always get the boyfriend. boyfriend right there. Somebody's or I'm gay. Boyfriend. I'm either a boyfriend or I'm gay. I'm never the nigga just fucking. I'm never a player. I'm. No, That's you're, interesting. You're the boyfriend. But you're, you you usually are, aren't you? <laughs> I am, No, girls be like, gay? No, they're like, <laughs> no, no, girls be like, uh, you're gay. Like, if I say, I don't have a girlfriend, they're like, oh, so you're gay. And I'm like. So you have to have a girlfriend. I have to. Otherwise, have, like, you're, you're Or I'm gay. gay. If I say I have a girlfriend, they're like, okay, so you plan on getting down tonight? <laughs> I'm confused now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm confused. All right. So, so, so one of the, uh, one of the final clips we're, we're we're rounding it you know mm-hmm. you know Casey said she wanted to walk people through the experience of tequila tales yes so I'm gonna walk Get you all through Casey. the experience <laughs> uh, and Casey's just, wearing uh, some pants right now the that nigga the shirts look crazy matter of fact I'm gonna take a picture we should have them on the front of the, of the uh, we probably should we, we probably should them shits look let me tell y'all something don't judge my my opinion. I don't know it reminds me of like a Saturday night 2600 okay of what Atari, Atari 2600. Oh. And I feel like this should be a spaceship like blowing up the Let little dots. Let me tell you where... And that you need to have some platform shoes Let on. Let me tell you where like most of my fish. pajama pants come from. Every Christmas, my stepmom buys me new pajama pants. Really? Oh, that's and cute. These are one of those My pairs. mother does that shit every year. See? I have mm. so many pajama pants. It I makes no sense. They what don't have class. 
Do they buy you pajama pants? No. They just buy you stress. They're like, hey, nigga, I found these at the family dollar. It's some men's jogging pants. Stop it. Go ahead. Just put them jits on. All right. No setup for this one because I don't know if I can set this one up. Okay. I could not take any advice from my mom because she's a gold digger. And she will tell you she does not marry for love. It's all about the money. She's not looking for a relationship for love. She says she needs to be taken care of. And that's the bottom line. So where I look for relationships and love and companionship, she said, honey, that's when you're young. That's not what you do today. Mm. Now this same woman would be someone I'm afraid to have meet someone that I really care about or think I can be in a relationship with. Because I know if she gets that person alone, I'm afraid of what she may say. And so that's for me. And she's also the same person where I've been in relationships with someone where they didn't like my mom and I certainly did not like theirs. Mm. Where they felt like I was the oddball. You know know how you meet that person and you're like, they're great. And then you meet their family, you go, where the hell did you come from? You know that, and you go, like, you're the opposite of your family, where your family is, like, ratchet, and you're just this nice person. So those are the things that I have experienced in my lifetime. So meeting mom, no. That's only when we get ready to say I do. Mm. Listen, that's a, a reality for a lot of people. Yeah. That mamas are not always Susie Homemaker, pleasant, baking cookies, um, having her shit together type moms. Some moms are uh, gold diggers. They ran drugs. Like, you know, <laughs> listen, a lot of us grew up, you know, our parents were, they grew up in what, the 50s, 60s, all that shit. So you got a lot of parents out here who... We're either into drugs or into money or a really fast lifestyle. Some moms are not the moms that you need to be meeting. Well, I'm, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. A mom's a mom, right? Sure. They're going to want the best for their daughter. Not unless they're fucking just drugged out. Some are like terrible parents and, and they sad. don't give a and shit. And then you should not introduce anyone to that mom. That's And that's what she was saying. But like some people I agree with that. Like, have I would never, terrible if, parents. Hypothetically speaking, if my You're mom right? was a crackhead, okay. I'm not introducing anyone to my mother. My mother would be dead as far as I know. Unless I figure out a way to get us some help. It doesn't like, mean that you don't love her just because she got addicted to drugs. What the fuck are you talking about? You just have said you grew if up my- in a fucking neighborhood with a fucking crackhead mom. I no, haven't. I'm disowning you. Okay. I'm disowning you. Period. Because <laughs> crack is some 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 terrible shit, and not to get into drugs or anything like that. However, some people have moms that are bitches. If I take it on the other level, sure. Like, and you don't want anyone to meet that bitch until wedding day, and then you <laughs> hope they don't show up. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, all right, I'll see you the invite. Up to you if you're going to go up. For instance, you have a lot of like Indian people that they have to marry people that's of the same religion. Sure. And when they marry outside of that, the parents usually don't show up. Mm-hmm. And they disown them. 
And my, so, my, go ahead. I'm sorry. Because uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just get extremely like polite. Go ahead. Finish your. Because usually I just take it out on Brittany. But go ahead, Casey. Listen, I, I <laughs> you made me forget my thought. Go ahead, Omar. Finish See what it. I just did? Yes. No, but I'm saying that that's an Indian way. But you know, when it, when it comes to like marriage and and parents, like we we as people, we look for validation. I don't look for validation. Like I, I think when I get married one day, I don't think a lot of people would show up, and I wouldn't invite a lot of people just in general. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, as we get older, we don't fuck with a lot of people. They, we see <laughs> true. the true colors. Yo, yeah, your circle gets smaller and smaller. Right. So it's like if in. you're in your thirties, do you really care about the opinion of a lot of people, including well, your parents? I think the the reason that the because like while I understood what she was saying and, and what other people have said about not wanting to meet parents until like either by the day you get married or after that seems a little bit dangerous to me unless you don't ever spend time with your family but if your family is a, a group Touché. of people that you spend time with you spend holidays with X, y, that you they're gonna meet not, you right off the yeah, bat they they're need to, right they need the to because that is going to determine how successful your marriage can be because if all of a sudden they marry you after three years and they didn't know that your family was batshit crazy and now you're spending every holiday together, that'll put a strain on your relationship. But when you're in that situation, what you do, there's you can do a little bait and switch, right? You bring Isaac Paul. They love Isaac Paul, right? <laughs> Women, ladies, take advantage. <laughs> you bring Isaac Paul. <laughs> that's the fake nigga you're going to marry. <laughs> And then when it really comes big. down <laughs> to you about to get married, you pull the bait and switch and say, Isaac Paul wasn't shit. I couldn't believe you would do that to me. And you show them Tyrone. I, I don't know okay. whoever the nigga name is, but Jamal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he's the ancient nigga. And then you coast. <laughs> you Gucci after that. Like, don't put yourself through this stress. Remember what I said. The number one regret in the hospital is not living your life. Don't let your parents get you down. Right. <laughs> Isaac Paul. Yes, ma'am. Do you have an opinion for us tonight? Opinion, 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 opinion. Do you have a Casey. penis for us tonight? What'd you say? I said an opinion. <laughs> and, uh, get your mind out the I got gutter. a lot of penis and a lot of opinions, <laughs> motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. Okay. Here's Isaac's penis for tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks different on certain nights. Take this nigga's mic This is Wednesday penis. Right? Let's just hope, hopefully it's not as long as last time. How did we get here? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Lord, oh fuck. sweet baby, pause. That was good. Teenage that was good. Jesus. That was good. Anyway, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna keep it real brief. Uh, and this is just one of those opinions that I guess we can call it about knowing how to seize a moment, right? Mm-hmm. Seizing a moment, um, preparing for it, but then also seizing it. Um, there's a lot of very interesting things that are going on right now. Uh, we kind of shared early on that when we were promoting this particular event, we decided that we would build an entire campaign around a clip that we didn't think was popular. We knew it was popular. Uh, we knew it was popular because we invested a lot in it. We invested a lot in the editing of it. We ran it through our entire team. We've posted it a few times so we could tell every time we posted it that it would have a very kind of visceral reaction uh, with individuals that was watching it. 
to be very honest, neither of us uh, thought that it would be quite as successful as it has been. Um, probably tomorrow it'll cross two million views. And so that is officially going viral. We've officially gone viral. And, you know, as dope as that may sound and all the accolades, it quietly is the best clip that could have ever gone viral because not only is it walking you through the 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 magnitude that is the tequila tales the excitement that is tequila tales the tongue-in-cheek kind of back and forth that is tequila tales but then even sometimes uh not even sometimes i'm sorry all the times how poignant tequila tales can be i really had to take a step back uh, in terms of understanding the gravity, excuse me, the gravity of this moment. Uh, I just thought it was entertaining. I knew it was a clapback. And so from an entertainment perspective, I always thought that this is a good way to promote the show. However, what I didn't realize was, uh, like I said, the magnitude of all the comments and and how versatile the comments are and not only what men are saying what women are saying the back and forth like there's quite a few exchanges that are happening inside the thread that i wanted to get into today but it's just it's entirely too much it's entirely too much to even unpack you know especially in one show but i think what i'm i'm left with um is is first and foremost the understanding that what we're doing as as a unit as a group as an organization clearly is very important because there's clearly a lot of things that need to be spoken about that aren't being spoken about today i see the typical comments that men make i see the typical comments that women make and then i even see people that deviate right like we heard Brittany a moment ago that was kind of sharing the comments that resonated with her the most because of her experience and where she was at. Casey's experience is completely different. Me as a man, I see things completely different. I had a buddy that hit me up from uh, Atlanta. Shout out to Marcus. He was like, Ike, I'm reading some of these comments. It's a woman up in here, man. She bad as hell. But she talking about she 40 and she a virgin. I'm going to tell you, it's something wrong with her. <laughs> and we set up and had an entire conversation. It was barbershop conversation, but it was funny. And I realized, wow, this is really uh, speaking to a lot of people's spirits in, in a multitude of different ways. And when it comes to Tequila Tales, we've never been about trying to tell you how you should feel, trying to tell you what the solution should be. It's really about st- creating the conversation and creating it in a way that does not villainize people. And so I will just say that even though, you know, this is the girl power kind of a comment and the whole nine, I I, I really do want to say something about people that take this as a moment to attack the gentleman that made the comment. You know, it's, it, it it's it's kind of not that necessary, right? Like we gotta grow to a space where you can sit in a room with someone that disagrees with you and you don't have to make them the scum of the earth. I happen to know that gentleman and what's funny and it's kind of fucked up is 
he's actually the one of the nicest people I know, right? Like in terms of his organization and the things he does, like he's a good guy. He's not that guy that's trying to shit on people, right? And right now he's the embodiment of everything, all the pain that single women have felt. And and I get really it. Nigga. It's a it's a it's a moment. It's a moment and you got to allow it to exist because this moment is empowering women. But I think that the larger lesson or the larger walk away from this is you got to be able to hear sometimes some painful shit, you know, respond to it, but not allow it to turn you into something that you aren't, you know, because that's the space we're at. Like, that's how the fuck we get the the president that we have right now is we can't sit in a room with people that have opposing views and have an actual conversation. And so everything becomes this hyperbole circumstance where everybody's being farce, but real people can't have real conversations. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, that to me is one of the biggest takeaways from this. It's like... You know, seeing what it's developing into, some of the comments are very heartfelt. Some of the comments let me know that it's really a lot of women out here that are feeling pain, you know, and and are trying to navigate this rough terrain as we all are. You know, but some of the comments are, are kind of showing some of the nastiness that is American life in 2017, you know, and and I think that we just need to be mindful of that. You know, as we move forward, because I'm gonna be honest, I'm not going to like I, I will say this much and this may turn me into the villain. Some of you all that fit that description for a lot of y'all, there is something wrong with you. Now, that's not all of you all. Some of you all know, like the first clip that we played. Hey, just things haven't came out for you right now or, you know, you were focusing on different things. I get that. But there are others If we're being 100, there are others, right, where on paper you're perfect, but you can't hold a man down. You can't keep a man. It ain't always the man's fault. It ain't always the woman's fault. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you may need to look a little bit deeper and wonder, is there something wrong with me? You know, Am I trying to use my qualifications and all of my accolades to supplement the fact that I'm a shitty person, to supplement the fact that I really don't have interpersonal skills, to supplement the fact that maybe I am narcissistic, maybe I am materialistic. We live in an environment that espouses a lot of bullshit nowadays, and we think that these material accolades are going to somehow justify our lack of character. That's why I have no problems with saying I'm broke as shit. I'm always rocking with bad women. Always. I always have great relationships. I always have great friendships. Mine is being probably the person that has less money in his bank account in the room, I'm always the one that people feel happy to see. But it's because I've invested in something else. While people were investing in their driving a Lexus to work. You can do that shit, but are you a good person at the end of the day? See, the things that she said, it was great, and I rock with that, but she didn't say anything about character. She only talked about materialistic shit. She only talked about degrees and I could drive a Lexus to work and I can do this and I can do that. But who are you as a person 
And that's the thing that we have to soul search because each individual has to ask themselves that question. Why am I not in a relationship? Why can't I find someone to love me? Sometimes it's circumstance, but sometimes it's you. And so you need to be honest about that. But that's my opinion. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, before I let uh, Brittany close it out, uh, thank you, Isaac, for your opinion. Trying to shake shit up and piss off more women. Um, Pretty much. (laughs) No, it was actually pretty spot on. Right, because that shit is for men, too. Oh, absolutely. That shit is for men. Uh, Yes. It's a lot of dudes out here. Ain't no good women out here. They They need to look internally. Man, look internally. Um, but there are so many new listeners that if you do have any questions, um, any listener letters that you want to send in, um, any comments about the show, definitely send them to us info at the tequila dot com and uh, we'll respond and we may feature it on the show. So, Brittany, you want to shut us down? Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to say great show team team. Gracias. Always coming through with the hard shit. The but, hard uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But um, we're so different, you know, in personality and opinion and things like that. So I just want to say to people who are listening, definitely thank you for listening. I know sometimes it can be a little difficult to keep up because um, I think we're our favorite pastime is arguing. <laughs> so that's what we do. That's cool. But um Definitely uh, share this like (laughs) that's the best thing you can do actually with, you know, getting us um, more exposure and actually being able to get us out to your town. You know, the Mm -hmm. more people who advocate for us to to show up, whether it's, you know, Houston, Atlanta, you know, California, Charlotte, you know, Charlotte. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all sorts of places, you know, definitely share so that people know who we are. Um, follow us, uh, social media, we're everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel. You can at the tequila tales for YouTube to, um, catch some of our videos and clips that our great Isaac Paul puts together, um, with his soundtracks. I think that that kind of makes the situation, you know, you know, yeah. But anywho, we also have a website, visit that, uh, sign up for updates, um, there you'll get um, updates on our live shows, whether they're here in Chicago or elsewhere. And uh, definitely uh, our videos are there as well. So that's at the tequilatales.com. All right. Thanks, guys. Sorry to cut you off, Brittany. Oh, fucking I know, ahead. I know. You were fucking done. Rude. I apologize. No, I. <laughs> this isn't normal. I'm sorry. We never had this many comments on a video. Okay. But no, on our videos, we have been seeing a lot of inquiries about bringing the live show to your cities. And if you are interested in that, if you just want to subscribe and get updates on whether or not we're coming, or if you abs- actually want to be an ambassador and make an effort to get us there or if you're an owner of a venue or a concert space or something of that nature you can also sign up all on our website at thetequilatales.com forward slash host a show so if you are interested in any of those three options either just being on our subscribe list being an ambassador or if you're a venue go to that link thetequilatales.com forward slash i'm sorry backslash host a show. All right, we'll see you guys next week.